Surprise! Hello, baddies. This is a special spooky episode of Cats Got Your Terror. Happy Friday the 13th! It's my favorite day, and some people think it's unlucky, and I can't have that. So here's a special episode for my fellow spooky souls. Happy Friday the 13th, and thanks for tuning in. I'm Kat Penning, and this is Cat's Got Your Terrors, a show where I tell you and a guest in my manner of death something that I find terrifying, so I'm not the only one with nightmares. However, I should say guests, since I have two people joining me in the manor today. <laughs> Annie Scrubman and Kara Tafoya, the lovely ladies of What the Podcast. <laughs> I'm so excited! <laughs> I'm so excited, and just in time for spooky <gasps> just season! Just in time for spooky season. Well, thanks for letting me repay the favor since I've been a guest on What the Podcast. Not like an actual episode, but I've been a part of the, I've had the great honor of being a part of the 25 hour. You're a staple. Twice. Right. I know. Which, do you guys remember the stories that I did? Which one was your favorite? I loved when you did Robert the Doll. Oh, yeah. And nice. you brought in um, our friend Taylor, <laughs> and he, it turns out Ryan hates dolls, and Taylor was ready to fight it. Yeah. And is he living a cursed life? He is. Yeah. I think we all know. <laughs> all right. Well, let's talk about something terrifying. Yes. What do you guys know about doppelgangers? Kara, what do you know about doppelgangers? Can you tell me what a doppelganger is? Vampire Diaries. <laughs> That's everything we know is from Vampire Diaries. Everything I know about a doppelganger. Okay, since I'm not familiar with Vampire Diaries, <laughs> what does Vampire they, Diaries say? A doppelganger in Vampire Diaries is that there's somebody in some other point of time that looked exactly like you. Okay. And then Annie, do you know? Um, all I know is it's like someone that looks like you, right? So like, I like, gosh, like they're, you know. they're a doppelganger. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I, like how like I met you. your mother, right? They like collect all the doc- doppelgangers. <laughs> I know I can't oh, yeah. say the word. There is that episode where they like have to. Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen that. Well, so doppelganger is a German word slash phrase that literally means double walker. So I'm going to share a few stories that will not only help you understand what a doppelganger really is, but also what they can mean. Um, so our first story is uh, Maria Arana was a Franciscan abbess. An abbess is the head nun of an abbey of nuns. So like, Already mm. sketchy. If it's a nun, <laughs> they're freaky. Sorry, Kara. I know you, you grew up in with them, but... You're not wrong. They got You're scary vibes. Yeah. Uh, she was eventually a prolific <laughs> author, and she lived and worked in Spain during the first half of the 17th century. And everywhere she went, she wore the blue garments of her order. But in 1620, when she was just 18, Maria claimed that she was having incredibly real-feeling dreams of being in a foreign land far away from Spain. In those dreams, she encountered a tribe of people called the Humano. But Mary considered these to be more than just dreams. She said that angels were literally transporting her to another place. For over three years, Maria spoke with the Yumano people, telling them of her work with, in the church and teaching them the best that she could. And then, in 1623, the vision stopped. Six years later, though, a group of indigenous people from the western region of modern Texas approached the local Spanish authorities there and asked for a missionary to be sent to their village. Out of curiosity, the local priest asked why. 
The men said that they'd been visited by a beautiful young woman dressed in blue and that she had taught them many things. Those indigenous people, it turns out, were the members of a tribe known as the Yumana. So she was talking to them in her dreams for three years? Yeah, she was talking to these people. And then six years later, the actual people showed up? To, in Texas. So, like, in she, Texas, in Spain. she's from Spain? Yeah. So, that's, so basically, like, they approached, because Spain is run by... Yeah, 1600 modern-day Texas would yeah. have been conquered by the Spaniards. Yeah. And they were like, hey, we really liked learning about this. Can we learn more? And the priest is like, how do you already know about this? And they're like, oh, this girl in blue keeps showing up. But then she stopped, so now, like, we want that back. So how terrifying would it be to just, like, have a woman, a nun, dressed in all blue, just emerge into your village? (laughs) And then she disappears. Were they they in their their dreams? No. Were they actually seeing her? And she was in Spain. Yeah, she was in Spain, but she was showing up in what is modern-day Texas. Also, if you're wondering how a nun got away with claiming to be present at two places at once, and it was not seen as an act of witchcraft... Yeah, what? She was investigated by the Inquisition, but in the end, they didn't pursue her case. Some historians think it's because it was proven to have resulted in a true, fruitful... To have resulted in true, fruitful missionary work, while others believed it was because she happened to be good friends with the King of Spain. Oh, yeah. 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 She was oof in the King of Spain. Yeah. That's... <laughs> that's as we know about nuns, yeah. Yeah. That's 100%. <laughs> and unless it's proven otherwise, <laughs> that's what I'm going with. Also, like... I can't explain how she was in two places at once, but I can explain how she didn't get beheaded for it. Also, doing this research, they definitely tried to bury this because, like, it's only cited in a few sources. So, like, you can definitely tell that because she went on to be this, like, prolific, like, basically Mother Teresa, I think they very much tried to, like, quiet this story. They're like, fine, I guess we'll, like... Because they were like, by the way, you can talk about anything but that. Don't Mm. talk about this. But it's so so interesting. How weird. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) But anyway... This happens more than once in history? Yes. Great. So, uh, (laughs) doppelganger has long been synonymous with lookalike, so you guys aren't wrong with thinking that. But there's a huge difference between a genetic probability that somebody somewhere looks like you and the belief that a Spanish nun could somehow transport herself around the globe through her dreams. Um, The strangers who look eerily like other strangers aren't doppelganger in the true sense of the word. Doppelganger, as I said before, is a German word that means double walker, which admittedly isn't very specific, but in h- historical context, it's a term that's a full of ma- magical connotation. The core idea of both words, though, is the sense of seeing the ghost of someone who's still alive, an apparition or a spectral copy of a living human being. Um, so basically, like, the true sense of the word doppelganger is seeing an exact duplicate of that person but not actually them, more like a spectral or almost like a ghost kind of copy of yeah. them. Um, that's what an actual... Seeing like mm-hmm. their spirit in another place, even though they're... Exactly. Body. Yeah. So one common interpretation is that doppelgangers represent our true desires brought to life. Stories tell of individuals seeing the very things they wish would happen, or their spectral doubles participating in activities they long for, like Maria the Nun longing to do missionary work. So that kind of like explains like why maybe she showed up there, she like wanted so badly to reach she other really people that she actually... It. Yeah, exactly. She literally manifested it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the key characteristic of doppelgangers isn't what they are, it's what they mean. Because seeing a doppelganger, the literal act of seeing one with your own eyes can have powerful consequences. <gasps> no! Like in, like in Harry Potter? 
Exactly. Right? <laughs> Being a doppelganger of yourself can also be viewed as an omen of your own impending death. <gasps> no! <Yeah>. No! No! <laughs> and that's what happened to another writer, Percy Bish Shelley. Also known as, yeah, his middle name was actually Bish. I looked Bish. that up. Also known as Mad Shelley. Also known as Mad Shelley for his violent outbursts, morbid curiosities, and dabbling with the occult. Okay. Yeah. yeah, okay, valid. He was a little, valid he, was like, yeah. he was also a famous poet, however, and was a respected novelist and a close friend of Lord Byron. And But you would probably know him more as the husband of Mary Shelley, the author of the classic <gasps> horror novel Frankenstein. Frankenstein! So this is Mary Shelley's husband. Okay. okay. That already makes sense right? that couple. Yeah. Right. According to his own account, so these are his own words, mm. friends reported seeing him numerous times, only to discover that he was actually elsewhere verifiably by other witnesses. One friend, Jane Williams, lived near the writer on a dead-end street. One day, she looked through her window to see him pass by, headed in the direction of a dead end. But after waiting for a few minutes, he never walked back. She looked outside and checked the street, but couldn't find a sign of him. More significantly, though, he claimed to have seen himself on multiple occasions, which he reported later to his wife. Once, he claimed he was walking alone on a terrace when a man approached him from the shadows. When the figure's face came into view, the writer was shocked to see it was his own. No. And it spoke. No. It asked him, Stop. how long do you mean to be content? I'm going to be honest. He's a poet <laughs> and a writer. I feel like he may have made that part up. Maybe. I do believe he's seen himself, especially like if other people are seeing yeah. copies of him. He just walked but in a mirror. He to have to it like it say, poetic. yeah. I mean, however, mm. obviously Maria Arana was talking about was talking because she was sharing the gospel or whatever. Yeah. So I guess doppelgangers can speak. So, but anyway. Hmm. Um, also, just like how long do you mean to be content is so... Also, yeah. When do all, you want to die? <laughs> that, like, I, I get I ask myself that in the mirror sometimes. Like when I'm getting real, like, spirally about really my life. Deep. Yeah. But to have another version of me from the shadows come up to me and be like, how long do you wish to be content? I would actually just be like, you know what? You can take it from here. I'm going to go. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to leave. I'm out. I'm out. Later on July 8th, 1882, he was sailing, sailing across the Gulf of Spazia in Italy. Spazia. I know. It's not going to say. When a severe storm struck his boat, causing it to sink, everyone aboard drowned and their bodies washed ashore later that day. Even him? He did? Everyone's there. It seems that seeing your own doppelganger can, in some cases, mean the end. Dang! How much longer after that was his death? So, it's, I think it was like 1880 was when he said that he, he had that conversation with count. himself, basically. And then 1882, so like literally two years later. I, how long he, do you want to be died. content? Eh, two years. How long do you mean to be content? Because you don't have much longer. Was basically oh, what I was saying. I purpose, like on purpose, never watched us. Mm. The, the Jordan Peele movie that yeah. kind of touches on this exact mm-hmm. vibe because the Great idea movie. of me seeing Here's myself terrifying. Yeah, no, I don't want that. No, no, that's a fear no, that has no. been unlocked recently. How do you think like twins feel? <laughs> if we should ask, I think if you're a twin and you were sleepwalking and your other twin woke up to you like creepily sleepwalking, yeah, it'd be uh, all bets off. I feel like twins, do you tw- I wonder if twins, like, get used to it. Like, seeing themselves as, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, they, they wouldn't even know they had, there'd be four of them running around. Oh, my gosh. 
Are you guys ready for one more uh, story? This is a good one. One more story of seeing a doppelganger being a bad woman. Yes. Okay. Now I'm going to be looking for myself when we're in crowds. <laughs> yeah, just know if you see a doppelganger. Could be uh, yeah, you don't want to look for it. That means no, dead. No, yeah, no, you don't want to see it. You it's don't like morbid curiosity. Now I'm gonna be searching for me. How long do you need to be content? <laughs> Start asking yourself that. Gosh. <laughs> anyway, in November of 1860, a man at the end of a very long, very exhausting day wandered into his bedroom and sat down on a lounge, settling in for a little rest. Except when he opened his eyes, straight ahead was a dresser with a mirror on top. And the mirror appeared to have been tilted down just enough. So, like, you know, you're looking across and there's, like, the mirror out here. Mm, yeah. Tilted down enough that he could see himself, see himself stretched out there on the couch. But when he saw his face, he paused. There was two of them. He sat up in horror and he looked in the mirror again, but the duplicate was gone. I'm sure a bit taken aback, he lowered himself down. And once more, there in the mirror, he saw it again. Two copies of his own face looking back at him. He later told a friend that the faces were slightly different from each other. One of them, he said, seemed normal, what you would expect from seeing your reflection. The other, though, seemed much more pale, more sickly, almost lifeless. No. Less than five years later, a stranger held a gun to his head and pulled the trigger. The man in the mirror, the 16th president of the United States, Abraham Lincoln. Oh! <gasps> No freaking way. So Abraham Lincoln is actually documented of having to have had seen himself before he died. Like seeing, that, seeing that, that makes sense. His wife was into witchy stuff. That they she had, had they held multiple seances. Vibe. Yeah. So it's not. Yeah, it's not uncommon. I know. So that also explains. So again, what's Maria Arana's deal? She's got secrets because Percy played around with the occult. Abraham Lincoln. We all we all know that. It must be real. You ain't oofing someone who's into it. You ain't going to them seances too. Wait, but know. did he start the seances before or after he died, or like before? But you don't like just in, in go between. from zero to seance. She well, was what if he it. saw himself in the mirror and then was like, "We gotta do." Seances. I think Mary Todd did seances before he died, but then upped it after. Obviously, she went hardcore because after. she had she had lost family members. Tragically they lost before. their son in the Civil War. Yeah, they lost. Yeah, because it was yeah. It started after they lost their son because she yeah. was trying to find him. And that, would bra- and that would be around the time. Five years. <laughs> it's all lining up. I don't like the whole looking in the mirror thing. The looking looking in the mirror and then going and be like, I'm, I'm imagining it. Because also it's like, it's Abraham Lincoln. Right. They got like a candle. They don't got electricity. <laughs> it's not clear. He's probably like, oh, uh, we bought a bad mirror at the market. <laughs> we bought one of those shabby mirrors that shows you two years of yourself. Ago, I bought a bad mirror and the candlelight's making me see Wait, stuff. is he Kennedy or Lincoln? <laughs> He's both. <laughs> they're, they're connected. Oh. They're connected. So they had, oh, how long, how long was that? It was, you said it was five so years. So five years later. Five years after seeing him, better than two. <laughs> better than two. That's right. Better Sorry, than Shelley. two. Sorry. I Abraham like oh, right. I know. There's a lot of spooky Lincoln things. Lincoln's a spooky Lincoln's guy. Lincoln's a spooky bitch. <laughs> Speaking of bitches, yeah. Speaking he's of bitches, Lincoln, spooky bitch. Mm. And also someone who's kind of poetic. I mean, he wrote speeches and stuff. That's poetic. <laughs> he some did write speeches. I do believe that about him. <laughs> so there are three historically documented accounts of doppelgangers, but is it still happening today? Of course it is. Oh, uh, yeah. 
Well, at least these stories from the internet say so. So I pulled these from, like, these, like... Perfect. Terrifying, like, true tales that, like, people, like, write in or whatever. Mm-hmm. So someone wrote in, this has happened many times in my life, but usually <gasps> years apart. People sometimes see a ghost of me. I don't know what else to call it. I've never seen it. This first happened when I was a kid. My stepdad saw me in the kitchen. I was just standing still. He approached and called at me slightly angrily as it was late and I should have been in bed. As he got near me, I vanished. He freaked out and told my mom, but when they came to my room, I was fast asleep in my bed. They told me the next day, and he's still shaken up by it. I'm so sorry. If I was her stepdad, I'd be out. Also, I just remembered something. That's terrible. Maria Arana never saw her doppelganger. The Umana people yeah. saw her doppelganger. Maybe that's yeah. why she didn't die. Whereas, like, Percy and saw their own. You have to see your doppelganger. I did say that, didn't I? Yeah. That is no, no. You, well, you said that, but I didn't connect that. Right. No, I didn't either. Yeah. So... That's the difference. Maria Arana didn't see her own doppelganger. That's why she got to live. Okay, so you and know... she was Upin the King of Spain. Right. You know that how people will call you... That'll keep you from ...and that. text you and be like, Hey, I saw you at the... In, at like, this, in this no, shop, in this restaurant. And you're like, No, no. I wasn't there. I wonder if that... And they're like, I could have sworn it was thing. you. That, it could be. Because especially if you're wishing you were there. If you were like, I really wish I was at the Cheesecake Factory right now. And someone's like, oh my gosh, I just saw you at the yes. Cheesecake Factory. You're like, that would probably was. So the power of phone. I'm not there, but I wish I was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not there. Oh, Tell I- them I said hi. <laughs> Wait, the, the vanishing is what is killing me. Right. And it's because like, because like, listen, I'm, I'm a full ghosty, ghosty vibes, ghosts are real. And, like, that's always the aspect of ghosts that freak me out the most, is that, like, it's, like, disappear. And the idea of, like, going, and then it's a live person. So you're, like, of course I'd see them. They're alive. And then you walk up and they just... <laughs> okay. Yeah, that uh, hasn't happened to me yet. This. Yeah. <laughs> one more. This one's also super creepy. Um, <laughs> one time an old girlfriend entered my room and saw me kneeling down behind the bed, just staring blankly. She started talking to me, and I didn't answer. She asked if I was okay... And when I didn't respond, she walked over and around the bed. But I suddenly wasn't kneeling. I was standing straight, sticking out of the floor. And then I disappeared. No. Um, she ran out of the room, down the stairs, out of, into the kitchen and into the garden, which is where I actually was, just relaxing in a chair. She was terrified. I calmed her down, but she wouldn't go back into the house by herself for ages, especially not into that room. Um, so, yeah. So she thought she saw... Her boyfriend apparently kneeling down, but he, he was actually kneeling. halfway he was just in the floor. Out of the floor. <gasps> so no, gnarly. But no. anyway, Kara, Annie, I hope I didn't scare you too bad. <laughs> no, just more deep thinking. <laughs> just know that if you ever see your doppelganger, don't, don't look at don't, it. Don't talk. Don't see don't it. Talk to me. Don't be a part of it. But anyway, this is the time where you promote yourselves. So, Kara, what do you want to hawk? What, where can we find you? Oh, you can find me at Kara Tafoya <laughs> on Instagram or Sunkiss San Diego on Etsy. Yes, oh, we love, love it. We love the promotion. <laughs> you can find me at Annie Scovman on Instagram or arches.sd on Instagram for my wedding coordinating business. You can also find both of us at What What The Podcast. Podcast. (laughs) Listen, every week, whatever day it comes out. YouTube. (laughs) Whatever happens. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for joining me, and until we meet again, happy terrors. (gasps) (laughs) Next time on Cats Got Your Terror. 
And this one has some solid credibility to it. Her friend's house burnt down. They ask to be invited in. All of the trauma and the horrific things that are happening. They've been known to appear in the windows of your home. And they inflict intense feelings of boating sense of doom. 